good morning. You guys may be seated if you'd like. <laughs> what a precious gift Jesus is. Can you hear me okay? I can't see you yet. <laughs> so we, we, we've given David the big job today. There we are. What a, what a precious gift Jesus is. And I wonder, have you ever got a gift for Christmas or maybe for your birthday or something and it was a bit of an unexpected gift? Has anyone ever got an unexpected gift? Uh, I remember for my, for my 30th birthday, I, I'd just broken my back on a, in a mountain bike crash and my, my family bought me a brand new bike. And I've got to admit, that was an unexpected gift. Because uh, at that point, I didn't know if I was going to ride one again. But uh, that was an unexpected... I wonder if you've ever got an unexpected gift. Maybe it's something that you were really hoping for, but uh, you, you never received it. Uh, or you hadn't received it up to that point. Or maybe it was something that you just totally didn't expect. Um, maybe it was something that you really weren't wanting. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> Maybe, maybe you've got a pet snake and you hate snakes or maybe, who knows what that unexpected gift could have been. But as we, as we think about Christmas, I think about Mary and I think about the unexpected gift that she was given. We're going to read together from Luke chapter 1. I've already heard from Matthew chapter 2 and it's on the screen to listen in as well. Luke chapter 1 and verse 26 and we're just going back a little bit to before Jesus' birth in Luke chapter 1. It says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. I wonder if anyone woke up this morning feeling a little confused and disturbed. Anyone feel, wake up this morning a little confused and disturbed? I actually woke up totally confused and disturbed because my phone was ringing at 5am. Now, whoever it was who rang me, <laughs> I don't know who it was. And actually my call history says there was no calls. And I don't know what on earth was beeping on my phone, but I woke up confused and disturbed. And that wasn't planned, so I could say that this morning, but I just realised that was really disturbing. (laughs) Anyway, I wonder if anyone else woke up a little confused. Any kids woke up this morning, and you sort of woke up, you're sort of a little bit sleepy, and then suddenly it's clicked, and you're like, is it actually the day? Anyone wake up like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing lots of nods. Yeah, okay. It's like that moment of going, I think it's Christmas. It's like, actually, it is Christmas. And there's an excitement, there's there's a... 
it's finally here moment. But you know what? Mary, she didn't just wake up. She had this moment where Mary had this thing that she had totally not expected come to pass. You see, Mary wasn't getting ready for Christmas. She wasn't kind of doing the Christmas shopping and getting ready for something she'd been waiting for because there was no Christmas. Jesus hadn't come yet. Mary has this moment she totally had not expected. This angel appears and it says she's confused and disturbed. She doesn't understand what's going on. And the angel says, greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. And she's totally confused. Can you imagine being Mary in that moment? The angel appears, the glory of the Lord comes and, and, and speaks with her. Can you imagine hearing from this angel that you're going to carry the Son of God, the one who's going to save all people from their sins? You know, just, just think about the context of that. The angel doesn't come to Mary and say, So Mary, I was wondering what are you up to this year? I was, I was thinking maybe, like, what do you think? It's not kind of a, a, a thing that the angel comes and says, Mary, God's got a plan and he's wondering if you want in on it. The angel comes and says, Mary, you are going to have a baby and it will be the Son of God, the Saviour of the world. It would have been overwhelming. It would have been totally daunting, I think. And yet Mary, as she listens to the angel... The angel says, the Holy Spirit, oh, sorry, Mary, Mary's response is logical. Mary straight away says, but how can it be? I, I haven't been with a man. I'm not married. I, I haven't been with my husband. How can it be? I'm a virgin. And the angel replies, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the baby will be called Holy, the Son of God. For nothing is impossible with God. You know, I think it's actually amazing that we struggle so often to think about the fact that, it is, that nothing is impossible for God. I think it's actually amazing that we, we struggle with that concept sometimes. Because if God is the creator of all things, if God spoke and worlds came into being, God is able to do anything that He desires. I think it's a little bit like, does anyone remember the day they finished school? Like, finished school forever? And, and the next day, you, you go about your day and you sort of think, I'm just going to go to the toilet now. I don't have to wait for a bell to ring to go to the toilet. Does anyone remember that moment? I remember that moment when I'd finished school forever and, and I wanted to have lunch. I thought, I'm going to have lunch. And I didn't have to wait for a bell. It was amazing. And suddenly you, you, your life is not governed by a bell anymore. And it seems like this, it, it feels totally weird. And then there was this other moment I had when I was doing some work with Youth for Christ in schools and we were going to different schools and, and the first place I'd be taken most times when we visited the school would be the staff room. And I'd walk up to the staff room and I'd, I'd feel like there was an invisible barrier there that I shouldn't go in. But I was allowed to. And I could go into the staff room and I could make myself a coffee and I could lounge in the chairs and just enjoy the, the staff room. But as a kid, that was like... In fact, even as an adult, I felt kind of weird doing that. I'd be working in schools for... 15 years now, it's sort of kind of normal, but um, for, for a child, for, for a kid at school, that's how life is. And sometimes we think God is constricted by our thoughts, that we think He's constricted to what we can do. We think He is no greater than we are sometimes, I think, the way we think, the way we talk about Him. But nothing 
is impossible with God. I love Mary's response. When the angel says, you know what, Mary, it is possible because the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. Mary's response, I think, is what I want to aim for in my life. Mary says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you've said come true. She just simply says, okay, God, if this is your plan, have your way through me. Have your way in me. I think, God, please help me in my life, in every moment, every opportunity you give me, just to have that response. I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said come true. You know, as you read through the Bible, you see plenty of other responses to when God speaks to people. I think of Jonah. God comes and speaks to Jonah, and it's like, you're going to get used by God, Jonah. This is amazing, wonderful. And what does he do? What does he do, kids? He ran away. And we know he gets eaten by a fish and eventually he goes very grumpily and kind of does it and then sits under the tree and gets all grumpy because God does what he says he was going to do. Well, didn't do what he originally said he was going to do. And uh, then we've got Gideon, another guy who God meets him with him in a wine press. And Gideon gets all grumpy and sad saying, but I'm the least of the tribe and I can't do this and God, this is too hard and how do you expect me to do this? And then you've got Saul who becomes king. And then Saul, he becomes king and then he kind of takes things into his own hands and does things that he was never meant to do. It's kind of like the, the responsibility and the, uh, the, the power goes to his head. But Mary simply says, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said come to pass. You know, Mary didn't complain about the task she'd been given. And there would have been social repercussions, I think, with the fact that this unmarried girl was going to have a baby. She doesn't complain, she doesn't argue, she doesn't get upset, she just says, I am the Lord's servant. And you know what, I think Mary's response partly comes from the fact that I think she thought, what an opportunity, what a blessing, what a gift to be used by God in, in such an amazing way. I think she quite possibly saw that opportunity, that, that calling from God as a gift, that she could be used by God to bless the whole world. I just wonder about in my own life, sometimes how I respond to the things God's doing or God's called me to. And I don't think I always think of what God has done, what God has called me to, the opportunities I have as a gift, I want to be honest. There was a moment I had about 18 months ago, I um, went to a, a conference in the Gold Coast and there was one thing that really stuck out to me at that conference. And I guess to, to, um, to set the scene of the, the reality of that time for me, there had been a few fairly stressful situations going on within my life and, and church life and, and things that were, had a weight to them. And uh, at that conference, I just had a real word from God saying, you know what, leadership and, and being a pastor of this church is a gift, Andrew. And you know, the opportunities that we have to serve God are a gift. It's not just a responsibility, it's not just something for you to do, it is a gift for you to be involved in God's plans. And if you've never understood what Jesus came for this morning, I want you to know that this morning you're here and you're hearing about Jesus' gift to the world. He is the Saviour of the world and we have been given a gift to know Him. as a gift that we can share and it's a gift that we can be involved with in helping other people know the hope that Jesus came to bring. 
I wonder how do we respond to the gifts God gives us? We heard about the wise men just before who, who came from the east, who travelled a long, 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 long way to go and see this, this newborn king that had been born. You know, they, they travelled a long way. There would have been cost involved in, in leaving their home and travelling and, and going to see this baby. And yet they went and worshipped this baby. We hear about King Herod who was blessed to, to be told about the birth of this newborn king of the Jews, the one that would be the Messiah, the saviour of the world. He was blessed to hear that from the wise men and to, to be told of what had happened. And yet what did he choose to do? In jealousy, in, in fear, possibly even in anger, he chooses to kill every child of that age and tries to wipe out this baby because he's afraid, he's worried about what's going to happen if he grows up. We hear about the shepherds who the angels meet with them out in the fields and they go to see this baby Jesus and they worship him. You know, I was thinking about the religious leaders, the religious leaders that King Herod, when he hears that uh, this newborn king of the Jews has been born, he goes and asks them, where is this baby meant to be born? And they, and they look at the scriptures and it says, oh, in Bethlehem, the city of David and and. And you sort of think, well, okay, they've heard the baby's been born. Do they go and worship him? Do they go and find him? No. And in fact, we hear that all through his life, they oppose him and they criticize him and eventually they crucify him. I wonder how do we respond to God's gifts to us? You know, Jesus is the greatest gift we could ever know. No. I've been so blessed with a, a beautiful family and so many wonderful things in my life, but the greatest gift we could ever be given is Jesus, the Saviour of the world, who gave His life on a cross so that we would not be separated from God for eternity, so that we would not be judged as we deserve, but that we could have forgiveness and eternal life through Jesus Christ. It is the greatest miracle we can ever know. It's the greatest gift we can ever know. And I want to respond like Mary to that gift. We've been given the gift which is the Saviour, but we've been given the gift of knowing our Saviour. And I, I want to be God's servant and be used however He wants to use me in my life so that others may know the hope that we have in Him. I forgot to get the verse up there for you, Michael, actually. <laughs> you might need a hand. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6. Any chance you could find that for me? Just before I read this verse, you know, we've, we've all been given gifts and sometimes they're unexpected. Sometimes they're things we didn't really even want in our lives. We've all been given gifts, we've been given talents and different things and, and I know you're all wondering what's in the box, aren't you? Well, if you weren't, now hopefully you are. Anyway, we've all, we've all been given gifts and... Uh, you know, some of those gifts everyone knows about, other times people don't. You see, some, some people have gifts of, of, of musical abilities. There you go, Mandy, there's, a, there's your musical ability you've been given, that gift. And, and some of us have been giving, given, given teaching gifts. Uh, who, will, who will I choose? Ed's a bit of a teacher, I reckon. There we go. Whoops, whoops. <laughs> um, 
We've, we've all been given different gifts. There's, there's people who just, we know who are just really, really smart. There you go, Josh. <laughs> and uh, you know, God has given us his love. There you go, Kerry. You've got a lot of God's love there. And, and God's peace. Oh, I'll give one, give one to my wife. There we are. Very peaceful lady. Thank you, honey. Thank you, God. There's people who have been given gifts of creativity and, and enthusiasm. <laughs> Who's a real creative? Who's a real cre- Oh, Julie. She's the one who designed our, our backdrop there. As, as others have been given gifts, have been able to do business things really well. There you go, Mike. Whoops. Oops. Oh, sorry, Linda. Maybe that's for you. You're going to be a businessman one day. And there's, there's all kinds of gifts that God has given us. There's gifts of joy. Oh, look, he's, he's so joyful. There we are. <laughs> And, and God's given us all different gifts. There's gifts of, of, of natural gifts, there's spiritual gifts, but the greatest gift is the knowledge of our Saviour. And I want to read this verse from Philippians chapter 2, verse 6. It says, Though He was God, speaking of Jesus, Though He was God, He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Next verse. Just double click on the next one. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave. You know, as I read that, I just think of Mary again. I think, I am the Lord's servant. Are we ready to serve? He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Next one. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honour and gave him the name above all other names. Yep. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You know, Jesus is the greatest gift we can ever know. But God has given us all gifts that we can use to spread this gift around the world. He may have given you gifts in all kinds of different ways. And I want to ask you this morning, are we ready to say, Lord, I am your servant. Have your way in me. We celebrate Christmas. We remember Jesus came. But I want to ask you, will you come? So each day as you get out of bed, will you come, will you bring yourself day by day and say, Lord, I am your servant. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. And I want to give my life to serve you. I want to give my life and let your will be done through me. Because you are the greatest gift this world could ever know. I just want to pray now. And we're going to finish with another song in just a moment. Let's just close our eyes and... Ask God just to speak to our hearts about things in our, in our lives that maybe He wants us just to surrender to Him. Maybe there's gifts He's given that He's wanting us to use for His glory in a, in a greater way. Or maybe it's just that God's calling you to say, will you, will you serve me? Well, God, we just thank you for your great, great gift to us. The greatest gift we could ever know. That Jesus, you came and you gave your life for us. You humbled yourself, Lord Jesus. You left the comfort of heaven and came to be crucified on a cross in our place. 
God, we just thank you for this season, as we talked about on Sunday, is a marker for us to stop and, and, and check the direction of our life and, and the reality of what you've done for us, Lord. And Lord God, we just pray that you would lead us on in this, from, from this day. That God, you would lead us today, that we would live for your glory, God. That we would be like Mary, that would just say, I am your servant, Lord. Use me as you wish. And God, we're just so thankful for this precious gift that we have. Lord, if there's anyone here today that they have never chosen to receive that gift, Lord, I just pray at this moment, Lord, that we would just surrender. Lord God, I just thank you that your, your word tells us that anyone who calls on your name, anyone who repents of their sin and turns to you will be forgiven for their sin. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for your forgiveness, for your grace, for your mercy, and for your love. In Jesus' name, amen.